Hello, hello everyone. My name is Olaito Wahab. Welcome to another episode of Straight Talk with Ali Love. Um, a few days ago, I put up a post on Instagram where I actually wanted to talk about my, my son. Um, that is one aspect of my life that I've not, never really talked about. I'm, I don't really talk about my kids. It's not from... I think I'm just protective like that. But in this case, I think one of the major, um, yes, personally, um, in my life personally, I've had to go through a whole lot of, you know, plethora of emotions in the past few months. And, um, you know, a lot of you, a lot of people that are my friends, my colleagues, acquaintances, they have an idea. Some of them don't even know I have a special needs son. Some have an idea, you know, faintly. They don't know the details. Some people have speculated. Some people have talked about it and have wondered, yeah, is this what is happening? You know, and it's okay. It's really okay. Um, we are all allowed to, to have, um, you know, to think whichever way we want to think. It's totally, totally okay. I, I appreciate it, you know. So, uh, I remember vividly that um, I started having this wonderful, wonderful idea to, to bring advocacy because I've, I've seen amazing women who have done advocacy, who are doing advocacy for children with special needs in Nigeria. These people are amazing. Shout out to them. I'm talking about um, Krista Chibu of the Iredi Foundation. Shout out to you. I'm talking about um, Toby Ajayi, a survivor, a CP warrior. She's a survivor, a lawyer, um, a master's degree holder in international relations, and the forerunner, one of the four proponents of the idea that children with CP can learn in regular and circular schools. I hope I got your name right, sis. Um, she's, she's amazingly, she's not the mother of a child with special needs, but I think she has a niece who has special needs, and she's just an empath, empathetic individual, and I really, really love and appreciate her. She's amazing. Uh, another person who has gotten my interest is um, the Benola Foundation. These are people, this is just to this is to you know mention the few just a few um the benola foundation have been doing great awesome things for women mothers children with special needs in nigeria we also have um people like bukola Ayide. bukola Ayide is amazing in her own right she does amazingly well for children with special needs in nigeria and it's been totally totally it's an it's been an honor to meet each and every one of these people at at a certain point, you know, in life. Back to my story. Before, you'll be wondering that some of you have lived in a bubble so, for so long that you actually do not know children with special needs are. I prob- maybe, just maybe, if I didn't have a child that I had one, I wouldn't want to learn about them. I guess this is God's way of making us uh, humble. Uh, this is God's way of making us humble. Um, we're going to start by doing a definition of what special needs means. 
what special needs means. Um, special needs in the context of children at school, I'm particular about that, is a particular educational requirement resulting from learning difficulties, physical disabilities, or emotional and behavioral dif- um, difficulties. Um, <clears throat> Any of, any of various difficulties such as physical, emotional, behavioral, or learning disabilities or impairments that, cost, that causes an individual to require additional or specialized services or accommodations such as in education or recreation students with special needs. Um, we know that um, what defines special needs in a child um, having a disabling condition or an established medical disability such as autism, deaf blindness, deafness, hearing impairment, mental retardation, multiple dif- disabilities, orthopedic impairment, other health impairments, serious emotional disturbance, specific learning disabilities, and speech and language impairment. Um, now you'd be surprised and you'd be amazed at um, what special needs is to a lot of people. To a lot of people, um, for some people, I'm talking about now the Miriam the, the Miriam Webster Dictionary is looking at special needs is defining it like this: any of various difficulties such as physical, emotional, behavioral, or learning disabilities or impairment that causes an individual to require additional or specialized services or accommodations such as in education or recreation you know that's um there are lots of uh um a lot of definitions for this uh a lot of definitions there are lots of outlooks you know there are lots of outlooks to this and it's 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 rather um let me explain the various, before we go down this path, let me experience the, explain the various ranges of special needs. Now, special needs can range from people with autism, Asperger's syndrome, cerebral palsy, Down syndrome, dyslexia, dyscalculia, dyspraxia, dysgraphia, blindness, deafness, ADHA, and cystic fibrosis. You know, they can also include cleft lips or missing limbs and this is i'm going to spotlight a bit on the reading foundation now um i'm going to please the reading foundation basically works on ensuring that um children young children below the age of 18 get limbs when they have missing limbs i've met some amazing children i've met some brilliant beautiful children who, for one reason or the other, had their limbs amputated and um, would, you know, style needing supportive limbs, you know. Um, I've met wonderful kids like that, you know. I've, I've seen what the Ready Foundation is doing. Now, the, naturally, to get uh, a limb, here in Nigeria actually cost, I think it cost over a million naira. And, and now imagine the child of the regular Nigerian, you know, somebody who's just trying to feed, who's just trying to, and, you know, imagine the child of the regular Nigerian who needs all of these things and um, cannot have access to it. 
what uh, uh, the Radio Foundation does is that the Radio Foundation actually helps to get those donations, they raise funds for such children. So shout out to the Radio Foundation. Thank you so much for being an impact into this world of children living with special needs. Moving forward, I will be talking about, um, let me give you a bit of a backstory about my son. But before I do that, I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to talk about five very common, actually also very common here in Nigeria, types of special needs children. Now there are more, there are more, but um, let's talk about, you know, the, the, just five, you know. Autism is, de- let's, number one is autism. Autism is defined as a developmental disability that persists through a person's life, which affects their ability in making sense of things around them as well as communicating with other people. Common symptoms usually include intense reactions to sounds, smells, and lights, delayed language development, and preferences to be alone. While autism may vary across each individual, Depending on the severity of the disorder, it can be significantly reduced. It can be significantly reduced. It can be um, significantly reduced with early intervention. With early intervention. With early intervention from their caregivers. There are many programs that are focused in teaching the core missing skills from these autistic children, including social interaction, self-regulation, and to be more independent learners. Mosaic, the composer and artist, and the warlord was said to have autism. ADHD. ADHD, or Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, is a medical condition where those afflicted suffer from differences of brain development that affect attention and self-control. Children with ADHD may find it difficult, much harder to wait, listen, and follow instructions. When compared to their peers, they also may be impulsive, rushing through things and making careless mistakes. As many young children are often restless and distractible by nature, parents shouldn't be too quick to conclude that their child may have ADHD. However, if the medical condition is diagnosed early on, ADHD can be easily treated with a combination of medications, therapy, and coaching. Some famous people with ADHD include Justin Timberlake, Jamie Oliver, and Michael Phelps. Down syndrome. Down syndrome occurs when an extra copy of chromosome is produced in an embryo, causing complications in the course of development and brings about certain physical characteristics that are common amongst afflicted children, such as flat noses, low muscle tone, and small hairs. Most of them will also display mild to moderate issues with their disabilities in thinking and reasoning. Down syndrome is a lifelong condition which differs in each individual. Some may grow to eventually live independently, while others may need regular supervision from caregivers. With early detection, treatment, and therapy, children suffering from Down syndrome can slowly thrive in society without any significant problems. If you have watched the television show Glee, you might remember Lauren Potter, who has Down syndrome. Cerebral palsy. Cerebral palsy is a neurological disorder that happens when a growing child sustains a brain injury or suffers abnormal brain development. It can happen before, during, or immediately after birth. 
Usual symptoms will include a wide range of loss in body movement, muscle control, and coordination, as well as basic motor skills. Where the brain damage done is permanent and will not heal over time, the side effects of cerebral palsy can be managed by a combination of medications, therapies, assistive technology. Depending on the degree of the disorder, some children with cerebral palsy may go on to lead unassisted lives, while others may become bedridden and would require constant care. Aldey Myth, who plays Walter White Jr. on Breaking Bad, is mentioned to have cerebral palsy. Epilepsy. Epilepsy, epilepsy stems off from neurological disorders that affect the central nervous system, which hampers the electric signals that the nerve cells use to control the body's functions, senses, and thoughts. This disorder can be brought upon by a severe head injury, meningitis, or genetics passed on by either parent. Children with epilepsy are prone to seizures which can include uncontrollable jerking movement, loss of consciousness, or even unexplainable fear and anxiety. This can be controlled with a mixture of anti-epileptic drugs, dieting, and surgery. If necessary, there may even be a chance for some children to... to there may even be a chance for some children to naturally outgrow their epilepsy by their teenage years. Former United States President Theodore Roosevelt, author Charles Dickens and singer Susan Boyle had and have suffered from epilepsy. Hopefully this article, um, okay, so I hope this clarifies about major, some of the five major um, uh, special needs, most common in Nigeria. We still have a lot more in the terms of ranges, there still a lot more of this that range, you know. Um, so now I'm going to talk a bit about my son and being the mom of a special needs child in present day Lagos. So um, my son was diagnosed after birth, and even though it was diagnosed, he wasn't properly diagnosed after birth. But maybe because I've always worked, I've worked with children all my life. Um, I knew something wasn't right. Um, the healthcare system. As of the time my son was born, there were no ECG machines in any general hospital in Lagos, Nigeria. I'm saying that as of eight years ago, there were no ECG machines anywhere in general hospitals in Nigeria. And that's just, it's mind-blowing. Really, it's mind-blowing. With an ECG machine, the doctors would have known if I, if I had been plugged directly onto an ECG machine constantly, they would have known to bring him out. But we're not going to dwell on that. We're not going to dwell. We're not going. We're not going to dwell on that. We're going to dwell on how life has been so far. Um, okay, so of all of the five special needs I mentioned, Akuridi recently had been diagnosed with autism, ADHD, and cerebral palsy. That's three out of the five that's so basically we're not doing, dealing with just one spectrum we're dealing with three spectrums um all of these have shown themselves with speech delay attention deficit um a, a bit of behavioral issues um of recently he easily loses his temper as a result of a bit of um, autism um 
he has had therapies all of his life. He's always been in one therapy or the other. There's never been a time when Akuridi has never been in therapy. Um, having said this, I would like to say this right now. Being the mom of, a, mom of a child with special needs, the truth is, let me be totally honest, we need all the help we can get. It's an extremely expensive endeavor in Lagos. Very expensive. Um, it takes a lot from parents, from mothers and fathers, because um, it can be a bit hard, you know. It can be quite hard, you know. And um, you know, I, I just like to see, I just like to see um, a situation where what it takes to be the mom of a special needs child in Lagos is made easier when everything that has to do with them is affordable. Um, medications alone sometimes for a child with special needs, monthly, I'm not talking about there are special medications and then there are the regular medications that co they cost a lot of money. I won't put a figure to it because they vary. Um, how about, um, I'm going to talk about, uh, you know, getting them in schools. Now, so far so good, there have been remarkable schools. Shout out to my son's school. Both schools is ever attended, actually, where, um, you know, they actually have talked about these things. Um, it's been to two schools that have been very accommodating, very understanding, inclusive. Um, and my son has been doing well. You know, he's been in an, in an environment where he's loved. Um, you know, he's been in an environment where he's loved, where he's actually loved. He's been in an environment where he's been loved, where he's been cared for, where we've not had issues of fear that somebody's going to bully him. And I think that's one of the most important things about being the mom of a child with special needs. Um, I'm sorry for the background noise. I, I have kids in my house. I'm hoping to one day have a office. My office presently is my dining table. <laughs> so, um, okay, so... Um, Moving on. Now, one of the fallbacks of having a child with special needs in this, in Nigeria, in Lagos, in communities, is 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 the bias, is the intolerance, is the staring, is the gawking, is the back talks, is the is the people coming up to you and suggesting all kinds of spiritual, um, you know, treatments for your for your child. It's all of those things, you know, people just walk up to you and they tell you, automatically they do not realize that this is a neurological illness. Now, before I go down this road, let me explain plainly. I strongly believe in miracles. I am a child of God. And I'm a living testimony in terms of the fact that I'm one of those people who have lived through some of the hardest situations an individual could never live to one true and it came out on the other side. I couldn't, there was there's no way I could have done that but for the mercies of God. You know, so that being said, I would like to say that it is very important, extremely important, that as people we understand the need, you know, to teach our children particularly, because these children, our children will go into society 
and they would go to school and meet children that are slightly different. Every day, every day, every week, children with special needs are being born daily around the world, across Nigeria alone, across Lagos State. Children with special needs are being born and they did not ask to be born that way. They did not ask to be made extremely special and different. They didn't ask for it. And so when we have people who are, you know, very, very intolerable, who have very low tolerance for our children, when we have people like that, you know, people who stare and gawk. Yes, over time I've become, um, it, it was a state, it was by degrees, but I have a, th- a tough skin. And yes, I've had to, on one or two occasions, give verbal smackdowns to people. Like, when a child is staring at my child, I want to believe the child is doing it out of naivety. But when a full-grown adult who understands social cues, you might not be educated to, to behave properly, stare fixedly at my almost eight-year-old boy, and, you know, the person is staring. And I'm seeing that you're staring. And I can feel that you're staring and you're just staring. I'm looking at you and I'm telling you, why are you staring? And you know, some of them get embarrassed and some of them just keep staring at even you, the mother, and they are wondering, why are you asking me why I'm staring? Of course, it looks weird and unusual. You know, so most times, the backlash from being the mom of a child with special needs, it can be quite high. The tendency, to protect, I'm a protective mama bear. Like, I protect my son. I don't joke with this protection. The moment I see that you have any trace of nastiness or snideness around you, or you walk into my home and you act a certain way, you're not no longer welcome. That's, that's just the truth. You will not be welcome to come into my home. My son thrives on love. And so I don't, I, I think one of the, in fact, recently I was telling, I was discussing with my husband and I was telling him that <clears throat> my son is a bit spoiled. From the moment he was born, my mother-in-law moved in. The moment he was born and it was obvious he had issues, my mother-in-law moved, left everything and moved into the house with us. And she's been a constant in his life. I think he's also, he's built some part of, you know, a need. She's a nurturer, so she has this need to nurture so he's enjoyed attention and then between having my son and having my daughter there's quite a there's quite a lot of age gap for a long time it was just an only child and and you know it took a long time before i could 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 you know it took a while not too long though it took a while before i could adjust to having a baby sister he loved the attention he thrived on it my mother-in-law fed into it i'm i'm more of a disciplinarian by nature so there there are um, boundaries to to you know allowing a child behave them I strongly believe that the child is also an individual it doesn't matter how special needs they are they also throw tantrums they also get upset they also cry without reason they also try to get your attention they can also be slightly mean they can pinch punch and pull your hair at times you as the parents will determine the boundaries where it comes for a slight tap for a slight spank yes i spank my kids i do not beat them I spank them. 
and no i would not say that um over time i have learned i, I didn't start spanking corridor until much later because i knew that he didn't understand but the day i found out that my son actually knew what he was doing you know he, he just can pull your hair and then he runs away ah, i knew that it was time for me to you know and so we do that with a lot of love at the same time there are hugs and kisses all around we do a lot of affection in my home <clears throat> i'm trying to say that um <clears throat> my son has always had therapies and sometimes um an assist uh, not, not assisted care if i didn't have my mother-in-law staying with me i probably would have gotten him somebody who stays with him who has a bit of experience with children with special needs and will be paying big bucks for that so thank god for my mother-in-law um when we're going to get my son into a school we couldn't afford his school i'm going to be totally honest masban and i couldn't afford the school the school was very good you know and but i knew that this is where i wanted my son to go they had what i needed for my son they had what i needed and for my line of for my line of work i worked with children for years i've 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 been on both sides of management i've run schools for people so i understand quality when i see it and this is not to say that if you can't afford a much better school than what your child is going you can yes i intend to one day be able to afford to take my son to anto's house or oh, green springs green springs happens to green springs international happens to green springs um, school has is one of the few schools that has a full program for children with special needs i've seen what they can do with children with special needs and I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. I, I must say that I am impressed. Moving ahead. Uh, moving ahead, I would like to also say this, that understanding where I'm coming from, understanding where I'm coming from and what I am thinking and what I am doing can be very, very hard for some people. Um, starting this podcast series about my son is also therapeutic for me. It's a healing process. And you know when the Holy Spirit eventually said, start the, this podcast series about your son? I was like, and of course it's normal. I'm like, but well, people don't want, don't want to get into my personal business. First and foremost, you can call me and tell me stuff that, that I find a bit offensive. I probably won't not pick your calls that kind of person um i would like us to actively promote and help you know agencies you can reach out to me if you want to do donations to people i have met children who have never had a day of therapy they have special needs some of them are locked in their homes. I know, I heard of a parent who actually changed the child to a chair. They said the boy is constantly in the house. The boy would poop on himself. The boy would mess up himself. I saw a child once who was being bullied by Okada riders. 
the sherry. He was being shot. The boy was three. And I felt so hurt. At that point, I realized my son had probably lived a sheltered life because he's never been put in that situation where someone was shoving or pushing. Um, I've seen a, a parent who was told that their child needs to swallow a life lizard, war gecko actually, that since the child is, um, is a snake, and they did give the child the war gecko, the child passed on. Now, I've seen all sorts of things from being a mom of a special I've heard stories, stories. And one of the things I would like to, if you know of any special needs mom around you, reach out to them. They need love, they need prayers, they need people to hold them up. It's not easy. This journey is not an easy one. It's not one that just happens. It's one where mothers can fall. Mothers most times are like, I'm done. So if you have mothers around you who have special needs kids, reach out to them. If you have the capacity to bless, please bless them. See, don't look at us and think what we earn goes into the care of our kids. So when you do see us, I'm going to be very, very factual right here. When you do see us and you do see me, I'm not talking about just me, and you feel that we have a need, it's okay for you to bless mothers with children with special needs. I promise you it's perfectly okay. We need the help. In a country and a society where Nigeria, where the educational system has failed, there is no, there were no, there's nothing set aside for children with special needs. The system of education has failed regular children. So, of course, it has failed. Of course, children with special needs are not even factored in at all. Most of the agencies that thrive on this, do you realize that Nigeria does not have a database, an accurate database of children with special needs in this country? There are no registered. I've heard about special needs for years, and administrations have come and gone. Bills are not being passed. Nobody's talking about the quality of education these children are supposed to have. Nobody's building government-run facilities to help give us cheaper, cheaper and affordable access to these things. I live in Isheri, and I have to go from Isheri to Oshodi most times for therapies. And I still have to have therapy sessions at home. This costs a lot of money. I'm talking about drugs also. I'm talking... There are aspects to these things, and I, as, we, or as this podcast unfolds, we're going to be talking about more areas. Um, if you want to donate, do a do- donation to um, to different uh, organizations that fund mothers who have special needs children and cannot afford drugs and cannot afford even basic living expenses. I am willing, I am so willing, I would love to give names out. I, there are individuals that are doing amazing things and even though they too have to source for funding to do those things this is my own quarter of advocacy um please reach out to me i would i would still roll out a lot of names on my instagram page on my facebook page um follow me on instagram if you have not uh, my name is olaito wahab thank you so much for listening thank you so much for listening um, thank you for this first episode. Let me know what you think. What are your thoughts? What are your ideas? Please send messages and send feedbacks. Don't just listen. Share with your friends. Share with colleagues. This is a way for people to know more about children and their mothers and their fathers who live with special needs in 
Nigeria. Thank you and have a beautiful, beautiful day. Bye-bye.